On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, he's known as Alberta's Mr. Baseball. Blair Kubisek joins us as he gets ready to receive another prestigious honour. Welcome to episode 73 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. The Prairie Baseball Academy has become a staple of Southern Alberta and is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. To mark the occasion, the Academy announced it's creating its own Hall of Fame with six people being selected as the first inductees. Blair Kubisek, Doug Jones, Keith Jorgensen, Rick Pascal, Larry Nolan, and Dustin Mollican will be honored at the PBA's banquet this coming weekend. Kubisek is known as Alberta's Mr. Baseball. Moving to Lethbridge in 1995, he helped bring the program to life, coaching for 15 years and helping grow the game all over this province. We caught up with him this week to talk about the induction, his advice for others trying to build the game in this province, and why behind every good man, there's a great woman. Blair, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Not a problem. Let's start with the news of the day. What does it mean to you to be chosen as part of the first class of the Prairie Baseball Academy's Hall of Fame? Well, it's pretty hard to put into words, quite honest with you. Um, uh, the other fellows that are going in with me are, are greatly deserved, and it's going to be an honor to go in with them. This isn't your first Hall of Fame either in Alberta. I know you were inducted into the Dogs Hall of Fame in Oak Tokes back in, I think it was 2014. What does it mean to you to be thought of so fondly across the province and not just in one general area? Uh, it's amazing, you know, with the Lethbridge Sports Hall of Fame and, and, and being a uh, Alberta uh, Centennial Medal winner, or honored by that, and, and the Oak Tokes Dogs, it's... it's uh, it's amazing for a kid from Victoria, British Columbia to go to Alberta. Where, uh, and I do have some connections with Alberta because my father was born and raised in uh, in uh, Drumheller. So okay. my grandmother taught in Drumheller and my uh, grandfather was a minor, in, imagine that, a minor in Drumheller. So does it ever it's pretty strike, special. Does it ever strike you as weird that you're referred to in some circles as Al- Alberta's Mr. Baseball? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, uh, the coach part that 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 comes with the territory. You know, I I've got, you know, I've got. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I got guys that are sixty five years old that I coach, and they still call me coach. And I try and tell them that it's it's now okay to call me Kubi. Just don't call me Blair. You know. So <laughs> walk us through the beginning, I guess, and and what drew you to baseball in the first place and and beyond that is to to give back to the sport as much as you have uh, uh well my dad uh, uh played a very very short uh career he was 27 years old when he got signed to to uh, to play for Victoria Tyees in 1952 um they the uh, Don Prees was the playing manager there who ended on to have a tremendous career and just passed away a, a month and a half ago. Um, um, so dad played with the Yankee organization in Victoria and just so happens that the first uniform I ever wore was that same year. Uh, I was a bat boy for the team in pinstripes. So, uh, you know, uh, that's how many years ago, a long time ago, uh, 60, I was, I was, uh, four years old. So it's 
67 years ago. Mm-hmm. And and the reason the reason I stayed in baseball and and you know I played I played every sport you can imagine as a kid growing up in Victoria. Not much hockey. I was a goaltender and and didn't like getting up at four o'clock in the morning for practice. But uh, um, the biggest reason that I stayed in baseball is because of the coaching that I got. I can tell you all, all of my coaches, I can tell you their first name, their last name. I can tell you quite a bit about their families. Um, my last big influence was a fellow named Ernie Neville out of uh, uh, Branson, Missouri. I, I I went to Show Me Baseball School and then on to Show Me or uh, Mickey Owen Baseball School and then on to Show Me Baseball School in uh, in the mid '60s. Uh, and he was a huge influence on me, as was Dave Pye. My minor I played. They didn't have t-ball in my day, and I, I I fought with the league and got to play minors when I was seven years old. And then it was Dave Pye was my minor coach, and Bill Pryor, who was one of uh, my dad's teammates, uh, had a had a great professional career. Was my little league coach, and then Don Stewart was uh, my Babe Ruth and and Connie Mack coach. So uh, those guys all influenced me in a huge way, and. Uh, I, I had to give back something, and I, ha- I was fortunate enough to have a wife that was, uh, I don't know how to explain how, how wonderful she is, but uh, uh, in 1990, decided that it was time for me to get on, get out of my uh, vocation and get into a new, change my avocation into my vocation, and we moved to Seattle, Washington to be an assistant coach at uh, Edmonds Community College, and and from there we go to... 1995, and uh, you know, I spent a couple, four years, four and a half years in Seattle. I ended up being the head coach of that program, and then uh, uh, and was scouting with the Cleveland Indians in '93 when Doug and Dale Tillman and Reed Spencer and I all hooked up in uh, in uh, Calgary at a at a midget uh, tournament, and. Uh, started talking about uh, Doug started talking about putting a college program in into Canada and I said well the biggest reason I went to Seattle is to figure out how it works so maybe one day I could come back and do the same thing so that's kind of how it got started what was the biggest hurdle in your eyes in making sure PBA got off the ground and, and started running as quickly as it did well the biggest the biggest hurdle was was having our own place. And thanks to Lloyd Nolan, uh, or Larry Nolan, Lloyd's brother, and, and the Nolan family, Bernard, his his father, and Larry was his brother, and, and Rick Pascal and, and uh, Keith Jorgensen, those, those three guys were instrumental in us being able to put together Lloyd Nolan Yard. And we, we needed, if, if I learned anything going to the United States, they had their own facilities, and, uh, and that made home for the players and uh, at the time that we put together Lloyd Nolan Yard it was state of the art in Canada I mean 1998 there was nothing a whole lot better than that in Canada anywhere especially uh, when people used to come up to U.S. from the U.S. four-year schools and say to us boy we wish we had a field house like this right behind home plate um, you know so it uh, that that's that's what I saw the biggest hurdle was convincing people that we had to have our own place. And uh, 
I was fortunate enough to be able to <laughs> talk some guys into it, and they volunteered their time and their money and their and their energy, and and away we went. What was it like when you finally were able to? open the the curtain on that facility and actually see baseball being played at at the yard uh, it was pretty special um, pretty special uh, for a kid a kid that uh, always wanted to have uh, Canadian guys uh, have some place to call their own it was pretty special talk about the evolution of PBA and as you've kind of watched not only from from the front lines but also afterwards and seeing the the transformation of the program over the years what's really stuck out to you oh just just the quality of of of, of young men that we've been able to turn out uh, from from the day we opened the door until today uh, you know, when you look at you look at their uh, their Facebook or their, you look at the website now, and players donating meals for the for the players that are in there, and and alumni coming back and and putting money back in the program. I always I always hoped that that was going to happen. Uh, we we started that in the tenth year, uh, way back in in 1996 or 2006. We started a. Uh, the alumni back then, and and hoped that uh, they would they would figure out what what we had done and what they had done was was worthwhile uh, following up on, and and they have, and and that's one thing that sticks out the most. If you were to go and and far too long a list to to, to go across, but if you were to go down our our alumni list and look at where they are and what they're doing now, it's pretty amazing. I was going to ask, is that a part of the vision when you were first kind of dreaming up the idea of PBA was to make sure that there's a a legacy left behind that, you know, you're going to have athletes who are able to come back, whether they are pros or whether they are, you know, they get a a cup of coffee in pro ball or if they go on to post-secondary somewhere else and then just manage to come back and give back and kind of contribute to that growth so it becomes a bit of a snowball? Well, I was always a, a, a proponent of college sports, uh, even in Canada. You know, before I moved to the states, and and had had the good fortune or bad fortune, however you want to look at it, it, it ended up being the good fortune of of sending some young men down to the U.S. and and then coming back. And I could never figure out why they came back without success they were as good an athlete as as any kid i'd seen down there but they'd come back and 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 i just couldn't figure it out so like i say earlier my wife was good enough to take that crazy adventure with me and 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 go to the states to try and figure out what's going on down there and and i think we did a pretty good job of figuring that out so so we had to base everything that we did in my opinion on education um I mean, I got, uh, I got, in, I, I got two invites to spring training with professional baseball. Uh, so, and turned down a college education because of it. Uh, uh, I made all kinds of mistakes in my life. That was probably the biggest mistake I made. So, uh, I uh, look, you know, in, in when I looking in the mirror in the morning, I thought, well, maybe I can help some other guys uh, figure this deal out and and. Uh, 
take, find out that education you take to the grave with you, baseball career, you, <laughs> very fleeting moments in, in baseball careers. Uh, you, you know, when you look at it, I'll be 72 years old this year, and, and yeah, I've spent uh, 70, damn near 70 years in the game, but there's not many of us that are good, fortunate enough to be able to say that. So uh, if you can convince uh, parents and boys that, they need an education and what a vehicle to do it with, uh, baseball. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're, if, uh, things work out and we get you trained in the right direction and, and thinking the right way, uh, uh, you never know how many, I think we had 128 guys get or 126 guys get scholarships out of that program. So, um, that's that's what I saw. Was baseball, in uh, particularly at the college level, a tough sell in the early going? Uh, I never find anything tough. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's what you make it out to be. Uh, you 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 can figure out in twenty seconds if somebody's interested or not. Uh, you it, it about two questions and you figure out whether they. They have that burning desire to 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 be a um, student athlete. It, it takes a lot to be a student athlete, especially in a program like Prairie Baseball Academy, where you know our shortest our shortest road trips Calgary, and the longest ones Vegas. Um, uh, pretty pretty tough road to hoe when you're 22 days on the road in the spring when you're going to school and riding a bus back Sunday night and getting back to school Monday morning. Uh, so you make sure you got a good enough grade so you can continue to play. When you look back on the last couple of decades here, especially with PBA, do you have any favorite moments? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there are, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> There's all kinds of favorite moments, but most of them, Either can't or shouldn't be repeated, and 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 uh, and a lot of them uh, are away from the field. Uh, like I said, the the joy in just going on Facebook uh, in the morning and looking at what this young guy's doing and how, how his family's doing and and where they're living now. And I mean, with me, you know. 20 plus year career in, in, in four and a half of it in, in, in the, in the States. I've, I've got, I've got alumni of my, no, not all Canada, not all Canada, but alumni of mine that are in Africa, <laughs> in, in, in Japan, in, in, in Holland. Uh, and, uh, you know, they talked me into when I did, when I did leave the program, the, the players kind of, got on me and said, Hey, you need to get on Facebook. So they were right. I did need to get on <laughs> Facebook and, and uh, I don't, I don't really communicate a lot with the guys cause I'm a more of a verbal guy. I like, I like looking you in the eye and talking to you that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, there's no connotations in, in, in writing the, you know, you, I'm not a good enough writer to, to write something to somebody that, it's heartfelt and, and you can feel you can feel the warmth in it. So I'd prefer to talk to guys, but I love looking on Facebook and seeing what they're doing and, and how they're doing and follow them. 
what's that like being able to keep track of these players that you've seen come through different systems or that you've coached or that you've mentored or that and and to see their successes and their their lives kind of right in front of your own eyes oh it's it's just wonderful to 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 have been able to be part of their life it's just amazing what are you most proud of over the course of uh your baseball life here in alberta I I can't answer that. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, that, that's uh, pride's something I'm not really into, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm I guess I'm proud of the success that the program's had. I'm proud of the fact that we built a good enough foundation for the program that's that it's gone on for 25 years and continue to go on, I hope, for another 25 years. When you look at whether it's PBA or I know your involvement in Okotoks as well and, and everything else across this province, does it amaze you at all at the at the level, the growth of the game? Because I say this to a lot of different people, is this province is known for hockey, it's known for football, and, and yet there's this community that really comes together. And, and you've been such a big integral piece in the growth of that by just kind of getting the ball rolling. And so does it surprise you a little bit? What does it mean to you to see that kind of support around the, the baseball community in this province? doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, you, 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 you have to have some, something to aspire to. You have to, you, you have to, my players will tell you uh, that my biggest mantra is if you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're right. And, and we just went there thinking we could get this done. And, and, Kind of relayed that to everybody else that ever talked to us. Uh, we weren't into we weren't into politics. We weren't into trying to one up anybody. If they wanted to play us, we'd play them. If we if they wanted to come to our camps, we'd talk to them. If they wanted to go to somebody else's camp, we'd support that. Um, we just tried to be as supportive as we possibly could for baseball, and and um, I think it worked out pretty good. I, I think um, Alberta is is become a reasonably powerful province in the sport. Uh, I mean, numbers always play against you when you got BC and Ontario and Quebec who've got, you know, huge numbers in comparison to, to Alberta. When you look at our record from from the silver medal team of 1997 in the Canada Summer Games to, to today, I think... Uh, uh, it's pretty special. It's pretty special, and and they all they they had to have. A, hockey's had all of those things for years, and we we just had to steal a little bit of their ideas and 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 uh, put together a program that was uh, complementary to to young people that wanted to play baseball. I know in talking to a lot of organizers, whether it be in the women's side of the game or whether it's in the, the grassroots community level or even here we're starting to see a couple of more teams. we got expansion happening with the Western Canadian Baseball League in Sylvan Lake as an example. What would your main advice be to those who are trying to build something in this province in the baseball world? And just believe you can get it done, uh, you know, and and don't listen to the no's. Just listen to the yeses. Uh, you get all kinds of no's. Just grab those yeses when they say yes. Just grab onto that one. 
It's amazing listening to you talk is that you kind of take almost a, a batter's mentality. Yeah, you might strike out or yeah, you might pop out, but you're only as good as your next at bat. It's almost the same way that you've treated the business side of baseball is, yeah, you might get a no, you might get five no's, but at some point you're about to get that. Yes, you're going to get that home run. That's right. Uh, I mean, I did, uh, I had the good fortune of being business, in business for 20 years before I, you know, before I gave that up and, and went into this industry. Businessmen, businessmen uh, trying to start a new business or build a business. There's all kinds of people that uh, that you've got to bend for and and you know do things for and 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 you learn you learn to be you learn to roll with the punches to be to be quite honest with you and and you can take it on the chin and get back up and 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 have another go at it or 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 you can or you can fold the tent and go away um i i was never about to fold the tent at anything i ever did in my life uh, i i had the good fortune of having a mother and father that uh and and coaches like i said earlier that said hey uh, get her done. Uh, don't 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 complain to me about your problems. Just nobody really wants to hear them. Final question for you, Blair. Uh, looking ahead to the weekend, there might be some listeners who aren't going to be in attendance. But what will be your main message to those who've chosen you to be a part of this class and to the community at large who has been behind what you and and so many others did towards building the game here in this province? Well, look to the look to the people that volunteered the time. I, I had the good fortune of getting paid to to do what I did. Uh, uh, I, I had to look out for my paycheck, so I uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things I had to do just to make a living. Look, look to the people that volunteer. The, those are the people that that everybody should really get behind and quit complaining about this and that and the other thing. Rick Pascal. Keith Jorgensen, uh, uh, Larry Nolan, uh, Doug Jones, um, those those people are the people that that really um, I want to talk about. The, those are the people that, uh, had it not been for those four guys, uh, I don't know how, uh, I don't, we'd have had to find another four guys. Uh, <laughs> and that's not an easy task, like I was saying earlier, to, 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 to hear... To, to go and find four yeses, pretty special. And and those guys were big time yeses. They they helped in so many ways. Uh, that's what I want people to understand. Is is uh, hey, you're you're doing this. I hope you're doing this for the right thing. Uh, uh, and that's for to support the youth of our uh, the youth of Canada, youth of Alberta. Yeah, those are. That's the future of this country. That's the future of of, of baseball. Um, so support them and, and don't complain about it. Just do it. It it really is rewarding. Blair, congratulations on the Hall of Fame induction. Thank you so much for joining us on the oh. podcast, and thank you so much for all that you've done for the sport here in this province. Well, thank you very much. 
Thanks again to Blair Kubisek for joining us, and congrats to all of those being inducted into the Prairie Baseball Academy's Hall of Fame this weekend. And as always, thanks to you for downloading and listening. If you have a spare moment, do us a huge favor and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening, as those actions help spread the word about the podcast. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories. Thank you.